Thanks so much for listening to Let's Talk with me, Jennifer B. I just want to put out there that the first part of this episode, I do talk about some pretty heavy things that are going on in and around America. So before you um, listen to the episode, I just wanted to, to make you aware of that. If you're easily offended, probably shouldn't listen. Just saying... Um, But thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk with me, Jennifer B. And I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Let's Talk with me, Jennifer B. I'm so happy you're here and listening to this podcast. So typically... Um, what I would have done is recorded something yesterday, talk a lot about pop culture and just update with, you know, the Bravo world and what's going on. But with so many things that have happened during the past week, I just felt like I couldn't just come on here, talk about Bravo and then that's it. There was just... You know, and and I am a mom. You know, first and foremost, like I'm a mom. I'm local. I'm from Katy, and I don't really know. You know, I have my own thoughts and opinions about all the situations and all of these things that are happening. And I know that we've, you know, over the course of time, have been taught like don't talk politics or religion. At any family event or with friends or relatives or, you know, whatever. And I'm not really here to talk about politics because to me, it's not really even about that. These are major situations that are happening, causing major repercussions to the people that live in them and live around them. And so what I'm talking about first is obviously the shooting that happened in Tennessee and how that obviously that's it's so wrong on so many levels. And, you know, I remember Columbine happening whenever I was in fifth grade. Okay, so fifth grade, Maid Creek Elementary in KDISD, I remember, um, you know, and so in fifth grade, you're 10 and 11 years old. I'm 35 now. Okay. I have children that are in school that are in a little bit older than the grade I was in when that happened. And, um, you know, and I commend the district that we're in because I see that they have taken more measures of security entering the school, you know, things like that. And so I commend our district, KDISD, for doing those things and having drills and having a solid plan. 
And I'm sure that the school where the shooting occurred had probably had a solid plan as well. But I don't think anybody expects for anyone to, you know, I just, I just don't think that that is an expectation. You know, you don't expect for a woman, you know, to go to the campus to shoot up innocent kids and you just don't expect that. And so I know now there is a lot of talk about the gun reform and making, you know, taking away guns or making it harder to get them. And by all means, do I do I feel and know that policy change needs to happen? Yes. Um, do I think that's going to solve the, the issue? Well, I mean... I was 10 or 11 when the first shooting happened and I'm 35 now. So time should time just in itself should show you what we've been doing for these past 20 plus years. Maybe we should do something different. And and that's just my point. And so do I think the same things that we've tried to do time and time again are going to work? No, because obviously they haven't. Because here we are. But it is, you know, it is what it is. What do other mothers feel about this? What do they think about this? You know, and then there's so many. And I know there's a lot of layers that go in that go into it. But I just couldn't, again, I couldn't come on and talk and feel right if I didn't mention or talk about that. Another couple of things that that are going on is, um, you know, China creating peace with Saudi Arabia and Iran, given American, our American history and what we've tried to do. I don't know what's going to come of that brokerage piece, but I can't help but think what repercussions is that going to have for America? Um, Also, like China and Russia coming together, what repercussions is that going to have for America? for our people, for our kids, for our next generations. The digital currency, what repercussions is that going to have? 15-minute cities, what repercussions? What is our world going to look like for our children? Are they going to grow up and be able to be as free as us? Are we as free as our parents were or our grandparents were? These are all like valid questions. And sometimes, you know, I don't understand why they aren't talked about more in the community. Um, you know, and I know it's it's hard because it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Like we don't live there, you know, in Washington or unless you have somebody directly connected you know, do you really 
think about those issues that are happening. Do is are people like me thinking about the future, about what's going to happen, about what has happened already, what things are being put into place? I mean, I I you know, I don't know. So I just I don't know. I really couldn't just talk about anything more without talking about those major things in history that are happening. And also when, you know, Russia had said that they want to use China's currency rather than the U.S. dollar. Well, how does that affect America? How does that swap affect us? I think people should think about that. Like we are the oil and gas, you know? So there's just so many things on top of what are, what's going on in America already with the pollution of the land, the trains that are derailing, spilling chemicals everywhere, the train that derailed in Palestine and they brought that contaminated water into Harris County without Judge Hidalgo's knowledge? I mean, why? Why are these things happening? How was contaminated water brought into our county and the county judge was just unaware? And then they want, I mean, what does that mean for us, for for the people here that drink the water, that use the water, What are they going to do with the contaminated water? It's just I have so many questions and it's like, am I the only one with these questions? Like, I I don't I mean, I just I don't know. I don't I guess, you know, I don't talk directly to friends and people I know about it. Um, I, I feel like I should. It needs to be brought up in conversation because it's just it's another added layer on top of the food that we eat that have chemicals on it that we're putting into our bodies that our bodies aren't equipped to break down you know and it's just all of these things and some of it I mean goes back a hundred plus years like I said in the you know with the American experience um, and how that, you know, in, in that episode that I listened to on the American Experience podcast, how, you know, the government was well aware that these big corporations were poisoning the people and people were dying. But we just, you know, like, um, didn't do anything about it until... Um, the professor did and I hate that every time I talk about that like I don't have it up for me to talk about more Um, but anyway okay so it's the American Experience it's a podcast from PBS and now I don't have the exact podcast on here because I know um, it was I don't know anyway anyway I I really got to try to find more information about that because I think more people should be 
at least aware and, and maybe listen to, to that, um, God, so I'll try to get some more information on it, but I don't know, you know, I don't, I, I just, I, seeing all these things happen, I just can't help but worry for, like, my kids and their kids and what is, what is it gonna be like for them, you know, like, maybe the turn of power, things will happen differently, like, I just, I don't know, but, I don't, I just didn't feel right unless some of those things were said. So thank you. It's been 12 minutes of that. That's enough. I think everybody can, you know, kind of think and relate on what they think about those things and just kind of move on from there, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Anyway, man. So back to the pop culture. One of the things in pop culture that happened is there is an influence I follow. Her name is Danny Austin. And she actually recently came out with a podcast. And her podcast was released the same day that I released the first episode of this podcast, which I thought was really interesting. Um, her podcast broke Spotify. Haha, <laughs> mine didn't. So I know that she has a lot of users that, you know, or, or followers that listen to her and, and stuff like that. And, um, and she is an influencer out of Dallas who built this brand for herself and in real companies. One of them is named Divi, where they, uh, it's a shampoo and conditioner and a serum for your hair that helps your hair grow because of hair loss postpartum hair loss just hair loss in general thinning having thin hair but that was something that she's created because it was you know uh, like close to her heart and so it, it's been interesting hearing kind of the behind the scenes of an influencer um and so then I went on you know reddit and I didn't realize like how many people don't like her but um but and i and i really enjoyed her first couple of podcasts but then the last one they talk about like an influencer trip and like how they're paid i don't know i just uh you know and and what all goes into it and the backstory and there and there's a lot like her husband jordan does explain kind of a lot of the behind the scenes um so anyway i thought that was super interesting podcast just to listen to on you know on your way to and from work whatever so that was an interesting one that I found also Jackson Brittany from Vanderpump Rules created their own podcast the first episode was released just a couple days ago on March 28th now I think this is very interesting because I don't think it's something they ever would have created had not it been for the scandal drama that's occurring now on Vanderpump Rules. But all in all, I do think this was a great opportunity for them to come back and to come back to social media, to share their side without being censored and without um, like having to go on a TV show where it's heavily edited and censored and where all the information actually doesn't come out. So I, I do think it's kind of cool that they have their own podcast. I also did some listening to 
Sheena with Shenanigans, her podcast, and Lala Kent in her podcast. And so I know that's a lot of listening, but I really like to understand kind of like behind the scenes. And some people do think that, um, you know, the Scandaval drama was just to get ratings, but I can tell you that it, no, there's just no way. There's no way that it's just for ratings with as many people in real life that it's affected. Um, It was just such a huge freaking betrayal. And I I just honestly, I can't believe it. It played out on TV in real life. And I know a lot of people have gone back. They're looking at past episodes. They're really like honing in on certain things that Tom Sandoval had said to Ariana. And so outsider point of view looking in, like they have had problems for a long time. And I just wish Tom would have done the respectable thing and would have just broken it off prior to. Clearly, like he wasn't happy. I mean, this has been months of it going on. So my, like, why? Like, why didn't he just break it off? Like, they weren't even legally married. They just had a house. You know what I mean? Like, I just, something I won't understand. But um, Lala's podcast came out this past Wednesday. And she released it the same day or the next next day where um, prior to that, they recorded the reunion for Vanderpump Rules. And you know, you could just tell there's going to be lots of emotion. I just can't even, you know, getting to be, having to face people that you have so wrongly betrayed in a room with other people that support those people in front of a live audience and to have to come into that and face it is um I think well I think for one it's going to make for really good TV because that's not normal you know for a situation to happen like that and then for it to um kind of you know continue and by continue I mean you know for everybody to have to face each other again in real life because I don't think that's something you know obviously that happens where the mistress and the girlfriend and the wife and their friends all sit in a circle and talk about things that transpired like mm, not not normal but um but yeah so it'll make for really good tv but I do hope that uh, the cast gets some closure out of it too you know because I just I'm sure that Ariana's changed forever it's not something that a person I don't think could ever bounce back from in a year, two years, three years, forever. So we'll see. And just all the the drama now that Raquel is um, or Rachel is creating. Not not drama, but just how she she's taken it very like a, a legality stance on it, and you know. You made your bed, you should lie in it. That's how I feel. But she's kind of taken this stance. So it'll be interesting to see for filming in the future 
which way that goes and if she's going to continue to be a part of the cast, which I highly doubt. I can't imagine that Bravo would do it, but I mean, maybe that will be interesting to see what Bravo does in regard to that. My next thing is, um, you know, Real Housewives of New Jersey, which I shamefully admit I've only watched half and I need to go back and watch the other half. But the part, the part that I did see is um, where they talk about the money between Teresa, Louis, Joe, and Melissa. And the idea for the pizza ovens that had come up, Louis putting in all his money, and then Joe expecting to get 50%, even though he didn't put any money in up front. You know, and in the way that it's talked about, even in the confessional, when Joe Gorga is being asked, just his demeanor, how he is, it's it's like, dude, like, what's wrong with you? And I knew when me and my friend Ashley came on here, not last week, but the week before, and we talked about it. And I said, there must be something more. There must be something more that has happened. And so for that to come out and, and for the viewer to find out, oh, Louis put in $250,000 and then lost it all because Joe Gorga can't control himself or his emotions. I mean, come on. And I just can't help think about past episodes where things have been insinuated about Joe Gorga and him not being a good businessman. And so for any businessman to think that they're not going to put up half the money, but still get 50% is like beyond me, even if it was his idea like, it, it's your idea, but I mean, you, you don't, you're not putting in any money. I don't know. I just think don't do family with business or don't do business with family. Typically, I mean, $250,000. If you don't have a clear outline, like why wasn't it spoke about who got what prior to Louis handing over the 250 grand. I don't understand that. I don't get that. I I really got to go watch the last half of the episode to talk about that more. But there's just, you know, I mean, yeah, like I I wouldn't do that with my family. Probably not. And to be fair, I probably should go listen, listen to Melissa Gorga's podcast she has her own to see if like she even brings that up you know or anything but anyways well that is almost it for pop culture I know that it's only been you know 22 minutes but that's really all that I've been able to dive into um I know that there's you know obviously a lot more that has been going on and oh my gosh no I got to talk about the farmer's wife okay so the farmer's wife guys if you don't watch this I know like I've asked some people hey have you seen it are you watching it um you know yada yada and most people have told me that that they've just seen like the preview 
And so, okay, so they're on episode three. And it and it was a slow start. I admit, it was a slow start. But, or episode four. Dang, I can't remember the last one I just watched. I think it was three. No, no, it, it had to, I, fuck, I can't remember. Anyway, um, it was a slow start, but it's about these women. It's, it's similar to The Bachelor, but you have four different farmers. And each of those farmers has a smaller group of women. And so Alan is the main farmer that I follow with. Um, and there's this one woman on, her name's Kirsten. And you can actually follow her. She's the traveling trendsetter. And so because I've seen her on Instagram and I was following her when she was at the Houston Rodeo, I just really um, have watched her and Alan and their story and everything. But it's a cute show, guys. It is. It's a cute show. And the women now, you could start to see like there's feelings being caught and you know, and, and some people, some women aren't putting themselves out there. Some are being a little more aggressive. Um, but with Alan in particular, he's just this real chill, laid back, doesn't put his feelings out there type of guy, which I kind of think for reality TV, like knowing you're going to be um, on reality TV, like this is a months long process. And so I just feel like if you're signing up for something like, hello, have you you seen reality TV before? Like, you need to be vulnerable. You need to open up. You got to talk. You got to talk about things that matter and are important in a relationship on a dating show. And so sometimes I wonder, like, with these guys that sign up, you know, are they thinking that through? Because... Um, I really wanted after not last week's episode, cause that was a really good episode and the guys did open up. Um, some of them really faced reality and the truth and talked about like the relationship and what was really going on. A couple girls left, which, which good by all means, they should leave. We don't want to waste anybody's time, you know? But um, yeah, just things are starting to heat up. It's still a good time to get in the show and get in because there's still like five girls to each to each guy. So Farmer Once a Wife, it comes on on Wednesdays. Definitely watch it. It's a cute show. And um, if you have any feedback or comments about it, please let me know. I think uh, I, I'd love to talk more about it. It's pretty interesting. Hopefully, it'll be back for another season. I don't know. I do know some of the farms. I think at least one or two are in Texas. Um, but it's cute. Cute show. I really like it. And, it. and it's gotten really interesting. And I know that the next few episodes are only going to get more intense. Because you can just obviously see that feelings are, you know, are starting to happen and develop. So, anyway funny funny story but yeah so I think that's all oh the other the other podcast that I really wanted to mention for pop culture is straight up with Stassi with Stassi Schroeder Clark I really like her podcast too I listened to that one um just to get a behind the scenes of kind of pop culture and and what's going on and stuff like that and um her her last podcast is 
there was a, a someone on named Her- Hannah Burner. And if you watch Bravo, Hannah was on the first couple seasons of Summer House. Maybe like season, I don't know if she was on the first season. I know she was on season two, but she's freaking hilarious. Now on the show, like I I really liked her and then I didn't like her. But her, the conversation that she has with Stassi is just so interesting. Stassi is so interesting because um, on... Summer House, when she was on the show, she didn't realize that there was mics in the bed. And so they always went to the bedroom and sat on the bed to like gossip because they thought no one was picking up that information. And lo and behold, Mike's, you know, got all of it. And so that was kind of funny hearing her say that and and just kind of sharing details of behind the scenes but Hannah Burner was a very big fan of Stassi's which I didn't you know I didn't realize and um and so I think that's cool that they finally got to do a podcast interview you could tell that Hannah was like so stoked about it but it's probably one of the best episodes that um Stassi has had I mean and in, in, since I've been re-listening since she's come back on in September. And um, it was just really funny. It's really funny. And it's, they get into, you know, getting sucked into reality TV. And now they both have been removed from reality TV. And uh, like with Stassi, I know it, it wasn't by her choice. You know, she got fired. So it's just been interesting. It was really interesting to hear what that was like, you know, what reality TV is like when you're actually on it and you're a pretty big public figure. Um, I don't think I would ever choose to do reality TV. That's just not something that just seems real invasive. Um, I I don't know. I, I just I don't think I could do it. But I mean, you know maybe if the money's right because I know those people make crazy you know money but anyway um yeah so I did want to mention Stassi and her podcast because I think that one's really good um and let's see if there's any others I was so proud of myself this morning I got up there's this other page that I follow on Instagram it's Katie Girls Who Walk and I've been wanting to go on their walks since I've been seeing them. I think really I started following them at the beginning of March and I saw they're all always, you know, meeting up and they're pretty consistent, which I really love. And then there's the Soul Sisters of Cyprus, I think it is. Um, and they do walks too, which maybe they're, they have one tomorrow that I might go on. But I really, you know, have been wanting to do these walks and then I finally got the opportunity to go today. So I brought, you know, my my kids and uh, and so before the walk was even over, they were ready to go. So I thought that was kind of funny, but at least I got to go and say hello and do something in the morning that I've been wanting to do. And it's the first day of April and it's officially spring. And so I just thought, what better way to start with a nice walk? And then after said nice walk, 
because I was feeling so healthy and inspired, I went over to Clean Juice and I got me um, a slushy, no, a smoothie and my daughter's smoothie and the protein toast, which is mm, so good. But yeah, I think um, so if you are local to Katie and you want to find community, Katie Girls Who Walk, that's a good one to follow. It was it was a really fun walk. And I look forward to doing, you know, to walking with them again. Exercise in general is, is just very important. Um, you know, for my journey, I started... Uh, so I was in property management. I was a property manager ever since I was... 19. I've been in the apartment industry. That's always been the industry that I go to, that I go back to. I was able to go from leasing to assistant to property manager to lease up manager to senior community manager. Um, but in May of last year, it it's just I left. I left and um and I never looked back. No, I'm just kidding. I, I love the apartment industry. But in May of last year, it was it was really, really hard. It was really tough. Won't go into details, but um, I made the choice to leave. And uh, a few days later, I signed up for my yoga certification. And so I've been practicing yoga since May of last year. And I'm to the point now in my certification where I have to host classes and I um, I have to build that community. And so Align Wellness and Beauty, who I talk about in episode one, she graciously offered her space and uh, she had, well, she had an instructor host a yoga class there uh, last weekend and I will be hosting a class there on Monday, April 16th. Um, and it's it's going to be a beginner yoga level. But I have been practicing yoga since high school. I started practicing it whenever I was in, uh, whenever I was a junior in high school. And um, I'd go to the local YMCA. I would do their classes, sometimes two a day. And I really found a lot of calmness in, in yoga. And so then I, um, I forgot about it for a, for a long time. But I, I finally have remembered it. And I just, I remember learning now and being in a class where, where you're learning to become an instructor and a certified yoga instructor, I've just learned so much more and really the, the essence and the meaning of yoga. And so it is come one, come all. It doesn't matter like if what level of fitness that you think you're at. Yoga is good for everyone. I encourage everybody to at least try it. So I know you'd have to DM Align Wellness and Beauty to reserve your spot because it is at her specific, um, her place where her business is. And she's, her name is Tracy and she's a chiropractor and she's, I mean, it was, she's great. 
So if you are interested in trying a class, there is a small fee. It's $10. I'll be hosting more classes in the future um, in the community where most of those classes will be free until I am certified. And yeah, I'm just really excited about, you know, starting that that yoga journey and building um, the community because I know there's a good yoga community in Katie. I've I've seen them. I've seen the community um, through social. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So if you'd like to be a part of that, please let me know and I'll share some more details. But um, I think that's all for me right now. I know that there's parts of this episode where I've rambled, where you might have gotten offended. And I just thank you so much for listening and for being here. I know on Spotify, you're able to send messages and ask me questions. Um, If you follow along on Instagram, you could definitely leave comments for me. DM me. Um, I, I love the camaraderie. I love to talk about you know, to people about the episode. So if you have any questions, let me know. Well, thanks again for listening to Let's Talk With Me, Jennifer B. I hope you have a great April and a great rest of your day. Bye.